This program is brought to you by Bibleway Media, a work of the Ulaga Church of Christ. Hello, and welcome to the podcast, Spiritual Appetizers, small devotional tidbits to stimulate the spiritual appetite. Matthew chapter 4 and verse 4 says, Man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word that proceeds out of the mouth of God. The topic for discussion today in episode 73 is going to be from Genesis chapter 6, verses 5 through 6. Nobody can hide their heart from God, whether it is good or evil. Genesis chapter 6, verses 5 through 6 read, Then the Lord saw the wickedness of man was great in the earth, and that every intent of the thoughts of his heart was only evil continually. And the Lord was sorry that he had made man on the earth, and he was grieved in his heart. You see, God knew the hearts of men. Even all the way back during the time of the flood and before the time of the flood, God knew the hearts of men. In verse 5, it says, Then the Lord saw that the wickedness of man was great in the earth, and that every intent of the thought of his heart was only evil continually. Man cannot hide what they're thinking from God. God knew at this time that every thought of man's heart was evil continually. In 1 Samuel chapter 16, verses 6 through 7, we have, So it was, when they came, that they looked at Elab and said, Surely the Lord's anointed is before him. But the Lord said to Samuel, Do not look at his appearance or his physical stature, because I have refused him. For the Lord does not see as man sees, for man looks at the outward appearance, but the Lord looks at the heart. This is right as David is going to be chosen to be the new king over Israel. And one of David's brothers is a very good-looking man. Elab was a very good-looking man. He was tall. He was strong. He had all the physical attributes that someone would see in a king. And in verse 7 The Lord said, But the Lord said to Samuel, Do not look at his appearance or his physical stature, because I have refused him. For the Lord does not see as man sees. For man looks at the outward appearance, but the Lord looks at the heart. Nobody can hide their heart from God, whether it is good or evil. And even Elab here, with his physical stature being great, his heart was not the type of heart that God wanted. And God knew it. He knew whose heart was the right one to be king over Israel. And he chose the man who had a heart after his own in order to be king over Israel. But Samuel and the people that were looking at Elab said, surely the Lord's anointed is before him because of his physical stature, because of what he looked like. They all said, this has got to be the next king over Israel. But it wasn't the case because God knew the heart. God did not look at physical stature, but looked at the heart. Turning then from from Samuel to Psalms 33, verses 13 through 15, the Bible says, The Lord looks from heaven. He sees all the sons of men. From the place of his dwelling, he looks on all the inhabitants of the earth. He fashions their hearts individually. He considers all their works. God made our heart, and thus he knows what's in it. He fashioned it. (coughs) And so, being our creator, he knows how our hearts work. He knows how he made our hearts. 
The Lord looks from heaven. He sees all the sons of men. From the place of his dwelling, he looks on all the inhabitants of the earth. He fashions their hearts individually. He considers all their works. He made each and every single one of us, and he knows us better than we know ourselves. And so as we consider that God knows our hearts, we need to consider that he knows exactly what's in it. In Psalm chapter 90 and verse 8, it says, You have set our iniquities before you our secret sins in the light of your countenance. We cannot sin secretly. We can keep sin from one another. We can keep our secrets from each other because we do not know each other's hearts, but we cannot keep our sin from God. He knows it. He knows our hearts. You have set our iniquities before you, our secret sins in the light of your countenance. We cannot sin without God knowing it. And that is something that we need to understand, and we need to understand it fully, is that when we are sinning, God sees. It doesn't matter how dark the room is or how secluded we are when we sin. God knows our hearts. He knows when we are doing right, and he knows when we're doing wrong. In Second Chronicles chapter 16 and verse 9, it says, For the eyes of the Lord run to and fro throughout the whole earth to show himself strong on behalf of those whose heart is loyal to him. In this you have done foolishly. Therefore, from now on you shall have wars. Notice this verse again. For the eyes of the Lord run to and fro throughout the whole earth to show himself strong. God is stronger than anyone alive. He's stronger than anyone that will ever live or who has ever lived before. He shows himself strong because he knows everything that takes place. He knows how many hairs are on the top of my head. He knows how many freckles are on my body. He knows me better than I know myself. He knows you better than you know yourself. For the eyes of the Lord run to and fro throughout the whole earth. There's nowhere that God is not. He's at the bottom of the sea. He's at Jupiter. He's at all the galaxies that are in the world. There is nowhere that we can hide from God because he is everywhere. He created everything and he is everywhere. In Ecclesiastes chapter 12 verses 13 through 14, the Bible says, let us hear the conclusion of the whole matter. Fear God and keep his commandments for this is man's all. For God will bring every work into judgment, including every secret thing, whether it is good or evil. (coughs) Solomon came to a conclusion at the end of the book of Ecclesiastes. After he had tried everything to find happiness apart from God, his conclusion was, let us hear the whole matter. Fear God and keep his commandments, for this is man's all. For God will bring every work into judgment, including every secret thing, whether it is good or evil. We cannot hide anything from God. Everything that we have done in our lives is going to be brought into judgment, including every secret thing. Samuel or Samuel understood this. Saul understood this. And here, King Solomon understands this. After being the richest man to ever live, the wisest man to ever live, having nothing withheld from him to find happiness apart from God, he comes to this conclusion. 
It's the same conclusion that every single one of us need to come to in our life, is that nothing is going to be hidden from God. Nothing at all. And he's going to judge us based upon how we work and what we've done in our lives. Nobody can hide their heart from God, whether it is good or evil. In this world today, people like to say, well, God knows my heart. Well, that's not something that should bring us comfort if we're not living the way that we need to be living. It's something that should be terrifying to us if we're not living the way that we need to be living. It's because he truly does know our hearts and no sin is going to inherit the kingdom of God. Sin separates from God, Isaiah chapter 59, verses 1 and 2. And grace only forgives that sin in which we repent of in our lives. So if we're not repenting of sin and we're just living in sin, as as in Romans chapter 6, shall we continue in sin that grace may abound? God forbid. God forbid. We cannot continue in sin that grace may abound because God knows our hearts and use that as, as an excuse not to live properly. Because God's going to bring every work into judgment. Look at Romans chapter 2, verses 12 through 16. For as many have sinned without the law will also perish without law. And as many as have sinned in the law will be judged by the law. For not the hearers of the law are just in the sight of God, but the doers of the law will be justified. For when Gentiles who do not have the law by nature do the things in the law, these, although not having the law, are a law to themselves." who show the work of the law written in their hearts, their conscience also bearing witness, and between themselves their thoughts accusing or else excusing them, in the day when God will judge the secrets of men by Jesus Christ according to my gospel. And so we see God is again is going to judge the secrets of men according to the gospel of Jesus Christ. And that is something that should scare us if we're not living appropriately. Now, it's something that should bring us great comfort if we are doing our best to live how God wants us to live. Looking at 1 Corinthians chapter 4, verse 5, Therefore judge nothing before the time until the Lord comes, who will both bring to light the hidden things of darkness and reveal the counsels of the heart, then each one's praise will come from God. Notice this with me again. Therefore, judge nothing before the time until the Lord comes, who will both bring to light the hidden things of darkness and reveal the counsels of the heart. God is going to bring the hidden things to light and reveal the counsels of our heart. We cannot hide anything from God. Nobody can hide their heart from God, whether it is good or evil. During the time of Noah, when there were thousands, if not hundreds of thousands of people upon the earth, God knew every single one of them's heart condition. And he said they all have evil thoughts continually. If that's where our heart is dwelling, then God is going to make the same judgment upon us. We have to live the way that God wants us to live. And if we're not, we cannot hide it from God. It's going to be brought to light. We can hide it from each other and we can pretend But when it comes to going to heaven, God is not going to allow people into heaven that are not actually living the way that they need to be living. In 2 Corinthians 5, verses 10 through 11, For we must all appear before the judgment seat of Christ, that each one may receive the things done in the body, according to what he has done, whether it is good or bad. Knowing, therefore, the terror of the Lord, we persuade men. But we 
are well known to God, and I also trust are well known in your conscience. Notice verse 10 with me again, for we must all appear before the judgment seat of Christ, that each one may receive the things done in the body according to what he has done, whether good or bad. There's coming a day in which God is going to judge the world. We're all going to have to appear before that judgment seat. Each one of us is going to have done works in this body. They're either going to be good or they're going to be bad. And Christ knows exactly what type of works you've done. He knows exactly what type of works I've done. And according to Paul in verse 11 here, it's because of this, knowing therefore the terror of the Lord, that he lived the way that he needed to live, that we persuade men. We persuade men to live appropriately before God because he knows everything. We can't hide anything from him. And each and every single one of us that has ever lived all the way back to Adam and Eve and all the way forward to whoever will be the last person to live before Jesus comes back will have to appear before the judgment seat of Christ. And that is a scary thing. Each and every one of us is going to have lived either good or bad. And it's going to be judged by God's word, which is sharper than any two-edged sword. Hebrews chapter 4, verse 12. For the word of God is living and active and sharper than any two-edged sword, able to divide soul from spirit, bone from marrow, and is the discerner of the thoughts and the intents of the heart. God's word is what's going to determine whether our actions were good or our actions were bad. If we've lived how God has told us to live and gone into the world and preached the gospel to every creature, then we have nothing to fear because our works are going to be judged according to his word. But if that's not how we're living, then nobody can hide their heart from God, whether it is good or evil. In Hebrews chapter 4, verses 11 through 13, the Bible says, Let us therefore be diligent to enter the rest lest anyone fall according to the same example of disobedience. For the word of God is living and powerful and sharper than any two-edged sword, piercing even to the division of soul and spirit and of joints and marrow, and is the discerner of the thoughts and the intents of the heart. And there is no creature hidden from his sight, but all things are naked and open to the eyes of him whom we must all give an account. We are all going to give an account to God. And... There is nothing in our lives that is not going to be naked and open. He knows all. He sees all. He is in everything from the deepest point of the ocean to the furthest point of space. He fills all in all. And his word is sharper than any two-edged sword. It's going to be able to judge us. It's going to be able to discern us. It's going to be able to tell whether or not we've lived appropriately or we have not. Nobody can hide their heart from God, whether it is good or evil. And just as he judged the people during the flood because their hearts were evil, there's going to come a day in which he is going to judge us as well. And there is no creature, Hebrews chapter 4 and verse 13, hidden from his sight, but all things are naked and open to the eyes of him to whom we must give an account. Nobody can hide their heart from God, whether it is good or evil. So as we go about our lives today, let us take this little bit of food and apply it to our lives. 
digest it into our lives, and mold our lives around the Word of God. This has been Spiritual Appetizers, small devotional tidbits to stimulate the spiritual appetite. Thank you. So, as we go about our lives today, let's take this little bit of food and apply it to our lives, digest it into our lives, and mold our lives around the Word of God. This has been Spiritual Appetizers, small devotional tidbits to stimulate the spiritual appetite. Thank you. We hope you enjoyed this program. We encourage you to subscribe to our podcast on Pandora, Spotify, or Podbean. Thanks for listening.